Welcome, friends, to Crazy Women Country, where women's voices matter. We bring you the greatest female voices in the music industry, from the artists, songwriters, and producers, to managers and executives, and all the women who make the music industry what it is today. Thank you for joining us. Welcome, friends, to another episode of Crazy Women Country. I'm Donna, and today we are here with the amazing Cash Crawford. How are you doing? Hey, I'm good. Thanks so much for having me. Well, it's a pleasure. I'm so glad you're on today. Yeah. Um, so I do have to ask, how is the weather in Nashville? It's, it's hot and muggy and gross as always in Florida. It's hot. It's really muggy and gross here right now, too. That being said, though, I'm from Canada. So <laughs> I've been here for a while and kind of got acclimated to the to the weather, but the still the Southern, the Southern summers, I'm still not used to them. We're just, we've been, I think we're at like 95 degrees right now. So, and it's just like sticky outside. So that's gross. So yeah, I yeah. think we should all go to Canada for the summer. I, I'm game. Yes. 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 <laughs> the, the beautiful thing about where I'm from is like, it's, it's like, uh, 25 degrees to 28 degrees Celsius during the day. So mm-hmm. that's like, I would say like 75 Mm-hmm. 75 to 80 and then it cools down at night so you can still wear your shorts but you can throw on a sweater which is really nice and like open your windows and have the fresh air come in and it's nice and cool and and then you know start starting like nine o'clock in the morning it's warm again so I miss that a lot because it just does not cool down at night here which is something that I'm not quite used to yet but we'll figure that out eventually <laughs> yes and if you come visit Florida it's it's the same it's usually though yep. uh, depending on what part I mean I'm in the southwest and and we're like I swear it's like 80, 90 in the day. And then it'll be like 80, 90 at night. And I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah whatever. So yeah, we try I, to leave for the summer, but you know, it doesn't always happen. That's fair. I made the mistake of going down in the summertime and just at the beginning of summer to Miami for the first time ever. And I was like, whoa, yeah. this is hot. I thought it was hot here. It's hot there. Oh my goodness. Absolutely. So. I don't recommend coming to Florida this summer. No, but unless so, you, you plan know on living in the water. Sit, well, I was sitting by the ocean the whole time, so I, I wasn't entirely mad about that. And I got to spend some time mm-hmm. in South Beach, which was really fun. So I had a good time. It was just really warm. <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah. All right. So we'll start off with a really difficult question. Okay. I'm ready. Who is Cash Crawford? Ooh, that is a difficult question. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I think I'm just a regular human who just happens to, you know, be able to sing songs and want to share my experiences with the world and um, hopefully have people, you know, learn from the journeys that I've been on and not have to go through some of the stuff that I've had to go through. I feel like my whole thing is with music is if I can use it and share it so that it heals somebody or helps somebody with, um, their personal experiences and and encourages them to be a better version of themselves, then, then I'm, I think I'm would consider myself successful. I think that's kind of the basis of who I want to be as an artist is, helping people learn how to change their own lives for the better and become the better versions, best versions of themselves. I think that's beautiful. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. absolutely. Yeah. And you know, you've been in the music for quite a while. Um, and I say yeah. that because you did tour in Canada and things like that. You want to yeah. tell our audience a little bit about that? Yeah. I mean, I did a few festival tours, mostly around British Columbia, a little bit into Alberta, um, which is like above Seattle, British Columbia is above Seattle, uh, Alberta's above Montana. So kind of just on the West coast, West side of the country. Um, just a little bit of touring here and there when I first was getting my feet wet in like 2014, 13 and 14. Um, 
that's kind of really when I started getting into the country scene. Other than that, I've been singing since I was a, a child. I think I started when I was two professionally when I was, I mean, actually writing my first songs and stuff when I was like 11, but professionally actually making money at it as a career. Well, I think I was like 17 or 18. So I've uh, been doing it for a long time. I think it's kind of one of those things that is, you know, just in my bones. And um, I just, I've been singing to anybody that will listen since I was in diapers. So I don't think it was never, ever really like a, a working on something or like becoming, wanting to become something. I think it was just more like growing into all what I already was, if that makes any sense. You know, I think it's so, always been in me and it's kind of been like learning to just let it be who I am and make it, it's very much a part of my identity. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, that is wonderful. And now you just had a recent release that we were talking about that a little bit. So tell tell everyone about Save Myself. Um, Where did the idea come from? You know? Well, Save Myself is something that I'm actually really, really proud of. Um, I've been doing a lot of different kinds of music and kind of exploring for a long time as to like really trying to find my voice. And I think with uh, COVID for one of those things, you know, that's that lockdown looked meek and, or, you know, grim and all of that kind of stuff. And was really hard for a lot of us to go through. Um, there are so there was silver lining in it. I think there is, there has been for everybody if you really choose to see it. And um, I went through some really tough stuff. I went through uh, a heartbreak. I was living with my parents and kind of reconnected with somebody that I knew back in my hometown, ended up dating, uh, for a very short amount of time, but sometimes time is irrelevant and you can fall for somebody just as quickly in two weeks as you can in two years. And it's, uh, it was one of those things where I just was not in a good place and shouldn't have been dating. Um, but kind of was looking for an escape to, uh, where I was at the time because I was unable to do music. I'm, you know, in like in the back half of, I'm 40 years old, living in my parents' basement, trying to figure out what the heck I'm going to do because we're, there's no end in sight to this lockdown. And I'm just like, Anyways, end up reconnecting with this person and um, we kind of started dating. It was very, very short. I fell really hard. Uh, He was a person that I've known for a really long time and um, it didn't, it went sideways really fast. And um, instead of playing the victim and being super heartbroken, which I was, and I allowed myself space to feel those things and do the healing and do the work. But I also think that it's really important that a now that I've gone through it, I recognize that I was putting a lot of pressure on him to be my happiness instead of trying to find that within myself. Um, and he was, I was using his, him as an escape. And also um, I was uh, really doing my best to try and understand where I had messed up and the patterns that I had repeated so that I can grow and learn and do better. Right. Like that's mm-hmm. what I think about um, when we make mistakes, it's, it's our responsibility to, I think mistakes are a beautiful thing because we can learn from yes. them. Right. And so taking those mistakes that I made in that relationship, fixing the areas that I need to fix where it's constant work, but still acknowledging that like a lot of it was my responsibility and I can do better and, um, trying to carry those things into whenever I get into, you know, a, a relationship down the road. So, um, really just kind of, um, putting some of those things down on paper, <laughs> Sorry, I have a cat playing right now. You can hear that noise over there. Um, It's all good. And then uh, just wanting to write with some, I was able to be connected with some really cool guys that gave me a really safe space to have conversations like this. And um, I gave them a list of songs that I love. And we just kind of started building around what I liked about this song and what I liked about this song. And we just kind of collectively built the song together, the three of us. It was myself, 
uh, Don Miggs, who is my also, also my producer. And then uh, John Leslie, who plays guitar on the track. And um, he was a co-writer as well. So yeah, it was really, it was a really cool, um, it was a really cool experience because I've never had a write like that where I just walked into a room with two men that I don't know. Um, and, you know, in that industry, there's always like some hesitation in this, in this industry, because especially being a woman, um, but they just gave me a really cool safe space and just have, uh, you know, kind of just taken me under their wing. They kind of feel like big brothers now, which is really, really cool. So I'm really lucky to have them involved in this project. Oh, that is so awesome. It's so great when you can just walk into like, and then like you say, and it's something when you walk into the room or we've been doing a lot of virtual co-writes because that's something that I was starting to do there for a while and uh, doing it just that it's just when you go to all new people, it is, it's a new experience. It's like, and I hate to say it's kind of, and I I say this in kind of like, like dating, you know, because you're not going to always get along with people, but if you can make something work, you know, and, and get past whatever, sometimes it can be beautiful. Other times just won't work and it it is what it is. And you just... You know, you have to yeah. break those ties, but yeah, it's, it's, yeah, everything is different like that. Yeah. Yeah. I think lucky for us, um, we just got into the studio together and magic happened and you're very, you're very right in the fact that, I mean, I've written with tons of different people and sometimes it just doesn't work. You just don't, you just don't vibe and it is exactly the same as dating it's or moving to a new city. Sometimes it just, it doesn't feel right, you know, and that's okay. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. And it's okay to be like, you know what, maybe we just don't vibe in this way. And that's 100% Okay. Um, but in my experience with these guys, we did nothing but vibe and it was just magical. And I'm so like, it's a beautiful so song. Happy. Thank you. Yeah. We're going to be working together on some, some other tracks too. So I'm super, I'm looking forward to that a lot. I'm definitely yeah. excited. Yeah. So tell me now, I know Stevie Nicks is one of your idols. Okay. Yeah. So after Stevie Nicks, who are some of the other women that, uh, inspire you in music? Oh, women. I mean, I could, I could go on for days. I mean, I grew up listening and emulating like Mariah Carey, Whitney Houston, Lauren Hill. Those are the three that I constantly was trying to just follow their vocal runs and sing like them. I mean, Alanis Morissette was a huge influence of, uh, you know, on the rock side of things when I was a younger girl. And um, I love Alicia Keys. And one uh, artist that I absolutely love that, and I'm just floored at how young she is because she's just, as far as I'm concerned, she's more my age here and here, but uh, she goes by her H E R she's, I think she's 24, 25. And like the way she writes, the way she sings, the things that come out Mm -hmm. of her mouth, her lyrics, I'm just like, and then recently I've discovered, uh, Yeba, she just opened for John Mayer and she's, um, a vocal talent from Memphis and my goodness, sure. Her voice will just blow your mind. So those are definitely like the girls that I'm into right now too. Like listening, listening to it. Oh, Len and Stella as well. I love Len and Stella. Those yeah, great choices. And you're right. Yeah. And, you know, it's funny, because when you say that about her, you know, it, amazing. Yes, because some people are just, I think, naturally, I'd want to call them old souls, if you will. Yeah. And just yeah. they just have, there's some things that it's just, it's like, they're so wise beyond their years, no matter what. Yeah. And, and, you know, I've met a couple other young ladies like that, you know, the 17 year old that I met recently, and I was like, she's just so wise beyond her years. Like, I mean, yeah, yeah. she's still a child, she still does, the, you know, like the young things, yeah. if you will, but yeah, yeah it's amazing. Yeah. Like the, the, there's, when you're 24, there's not the type of life experience that, mm-hmm. I mean, and given, I don't know her life experience, but from my perspective, the life experience that she's writing from 
doesn't seem relevant to a 24 year old for me. And that's why I, I had one floor when I found out how young she is, because I was like, mm-hmm. my goodness, it just, where is that coming from? It's definitely old soul for sure. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I love that about her. Oh, wonderful. Would you like to do our 20 crazy questions now? I would love to. This sounds, this sounds intriguing. I'm in what, okay. Go, There's no, no, no right or wrong answers. And I promise okay. we will not get arrested yet. Okay. <laughs> Hopefully not. I can't get arrested in the United States. It might not let me back. <laughs> okay. We won't let you get arrested in the United States. Okay. Got it. Okay. Just make sure you'll bail me out if we get arrested in Canada. Okay. Sounds good. <laughs> oh, tell us what is your dance? Like nobody's watching song. The song that you absolutely have to dance to. Oh man. I would say anything Britney Spears. <laughs> <laughs> anything for these fears i am shaking things in ways they shouldn't be shaken <laughs> yeah i think i think britney spears i mean all the stuff that i like used to listen to in high school christina aguilera you know in sync all of the all of that kind of stuff i'm just like bopping around my house and having a great time usually i kind of dance like nobody's watching anyways i don't really care but uh, <laughs> definitely definitely comes out for sure like uncontrollably comes out when I'm listening to Britney Spears for sure. Yeah. Oh, wonderful. So would that also be your perfect workout songs too? Um, yep. I would definitely work out to Brit. I mean, how can you not? She just like, yeah, you know, like prime time Britney Spears. Like when I was in high school and like coming out of high school, early college years, that's when she was in her heyday too. And mm-hmm. so all of that kind of stuff, she just looks all like fit and, and ridiculous. And I'm just I mean, holding those images in your mind while you're running on the treadmill, like kind of makes it, it's good motivation. I think (laughs) (laughs) I like that motivation. Yeah. So tell us what are the top two concerts you've ever been to? Oh, easy. Garth Brooks, Fleetwood Mac. Yeah. Garth Brooks. uh, I went when I was in seventh grade and it was the first concert I ever went to. And he ran across the stage, this big giant stage. He ran and none of us knew what he was going to do. And he just ran and he jumped and then he clipped himself into something and they just flew him out kind of like bungee ballet style. And uh, he went out across the crowd and I literally was like this little girl, like, that's exactly what I want to do. And I blame my father for me being a musician for the rest of my life. So, (laughs) so, um, and then Fleetwood Mac was just, I mean, Stevie Nicks, like we talked Mm -hmm. about, she's one of my, one of my people. And just, uh, I grew up listening to them. I mean, I was in diapers listening to the rumors record. So which my parents loved them so much too. So that was just nothing but nostalgia for me. And I'm pretty sure I cried the entire time. So, yeah. 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 Oh, so did you have a favorite Stevie Nicks album? Um, honestly, I think, I don't think it's an album. I think just all of my favorite Fleetwood Mac songs are the ones that Stevie has written like landslide, Gold Dust Woman, uh, Dreams, all of those ones you you go and you research and you're like, I'm like, oh, of course, they're all Stevie Nicks's like yeah. she's the one that's written them all. And and uh, they're all her journal entries I ended up finding out. So yeah. I'm like, of course, of course, that's why I love yeah. them. Seven Wonders, one of my favorite ones. So good. Yeah, absolutely. So tell us an album or two, maybe an artist that we need to listen to before we die. Yeah, but- Absolutely. Listen to Yeba. Um, like I was telling you, she's new, uh, kind of coming out of Memphis. Uh, she, I think she was discovered cause she covered a John Mayer song. Um, mm-hmm. and, uh, he took her on tour with him because he loved her cover. Um, 
So I think she's just phenomenally talented. Uh, so I would say Yeba. I would say John Mayer. I would say Chris Stapleton. I would say some old school like soul groups. You know, Diana Ross and the Supremes, Temptations. Get into some 70s music. That's like 50s, 60s, 70s. That's where the real soul is, as far as I'm concerned. I would get into some of that that before you, before you, you know, leave this planet and go off to the next, I'd get into some of that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Great choices there. Tell yeah. us, do you have any guilty pleasure music? You know, the music no one knows you would actually listen to. Um, I wouldn't say that it's guilty pleasure, but I literally get up in the morning and put on like <laughs> spa music and like meditation music. That's like real quiet and like kind of spiritually hokey, if you will, which I think it's super calming and relaxing. Cause I just like, I live by myself and I love to have a little bit of background noise, but I don't always want to have the TV on. And I don't always love having people in my house. Cause my, it's my little, I work in a crazy loud, obnoxious bar. So I like stuff that's kind of like you would never hear down on Broadway. And so generally speaking, it's like weird in- instrumental stuff or like binaural beats. Yeah. I'm into the weird stuff. <laughs> I like it. Hey, they say those are creative things. So it's all good. Yeah. yeah. Just makes my, make the wheels spin a little bit. Okay. So hypothetically, yes. if I came to you and you might have to be in Canada for this and I said, I need to hide a dead body. Do you know a good place? Yeah, I know a few good places. <laughs> I know a few good places in Nashville too. <laughs> <laughs> I have friends in places that know places. Yeah. <sighs> we can make that happen. We can make it happen. Okay, perfect. Make it happen. <laughs> oh, do you have a game plan for zombie apocalypse? Um, yeah, I'm going to hang out with all of my military ex-military friends because <laughs> I don't know how to shoot a gun because I live, you know, I'm from Canada. So I'm, I'm going to go hang out with the people that, you know, have done all of that stuff. And then I'm also probably, oh, I'm definitely, I might have to go up to Canada. I mean, I don't know if zombies are like good in the cold or not, but probably back, mm. back up in the snow somewhere, if up in the mountains in, in yeah, a co- middle of nowhere. I come to think of it now that you said that, I don't think I've ever seen a zombie movie with snow or, or living dead or anything with snow. Now that you've said no, that, I mean, like, I, it's always like in the hot spots. Right. So I think I just is. go back. I just go back North, back up North. Perfect game plan. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to join you. I'll just bring the motor home yeah. with the dogs. Yeah, we'll, we'll. <laughs> Sounds good. Sounds good. Oh, what job would you be terrible at doing? I'm pretty much terrible at doing everything else than music. <laughs> um, anything that involves a um, a very uh, a lot of organization or a lot of really really solid time management. I struggle with both of those things very very much. I think I've got like the straight up artist brain, and um, I I just I I. I I just wouldn't be able to get it together well enough. I also don't, I used to, I'm a hairdresser by trade and I actually am not very good at that either. I do my own hair and I do my hair for family, but I just don't, I'm like a germaphobe. So like, why would I go into a job where I have to touch people constantly? I don't know what I was thinking, but yeah, most of the three for sure. <laughs> oh. Well, if you won the lottery, what's the first thing you would do? Uh, I would take good care of my parents. They have, given when they didn't have anything to give and they have looked after me and my siblings. Um, I've been able to return home, excuse me, multiple times whenever I've needed to. And uh, my dad would just give you the shirt off his back. So I would pay off their house. I would buy them a few toys. I'd get my dad his dream car. And then I would put all of it into music and building my career and uh, you know, 
just being able to do some of the things that I love traveling and, and, um, honestly, I, I, I'm not one of those people that requires a lot. And I don't really like, I love fancy things and I love, you know, pretty things, but I would much rather see people happy. So if it's a matter of me buying a big mansion or taking my family on vacation, I take my family on vacation. So doing something like that. Absolutely. Yeah. Tell us what's the last thing you read. Right now, I'm actually currently reading a good book. It's called The Power of Now. It's by Eckhart Tolle. And it's all about being present in the moment and understanding like the power of that and just not having to think about the future all the time and worry about the past and just kind of being right where you are right at this point in time. So it's kind of changing my perspective on a few things and teaching me to worry less. So yeah, yeah. I might have to check that one out. I yeah, remember a reading uh, when you said about worrying less, uh, Dale yeah. Carnegie's, um, hold on. I lost the name of the book. Um, yeah. I'll think of the book later, but it was okay. really good because it's from a CEO perspective. Although when you yeah. read it from the, the time period, he wrote it, you kind of get as a woman, I'm kind of like, it's all about men and men's I'm like, yeah. like, I just want to rewrite yeah. this book and yeah, but yeah, it's like, otherwise it's good. It has a good yeah. lesson in it. Yeah. There's okay. another one I really like too. It's called, um, light is the new dark, no, light is the new black, something like that. And it's, uh, it's by Rebecca Campbell and it's about, um, learning to follow the things that bring you joy, even if they're just the smallest thing. Like for example, she uses in the book, um, that she loves fresh flowers in her house. And so that's one of the things that she just decided to, um, join this, this subscription group where she gets flowers delivered to her, uh, house a couple of times a month. And like, it just makes her really happy. Right. And so mm-hmm. because she's done one thing for herself that makes her happy, it's led her to find other things and has brought her to this whole new journey, journey in her life where she is a full-time author now. And, you know, she used to be in like a corporate social media setting and she absolutely was like, didn't love it, didn't enjoy it at all. So learning to follow little breadcrumbs of joy and how it can open up mm-hmm. doors for you in, in other aspects of life. So that's a really cool book too. Mm-hmm. I will yeah. check that out. And uh, yeah. the Dale Carnegie book is uh, how to stop worrying and start living. It really was yes. that simple. <laughs> yeah. It's so true so, though. It is. It is. And as I said, it's like, when you read some of these books, it's like those lessons are just like, huh, maybe I should just absorb and really start trying to practice some of those because it just, it just makes you that the better person, if you will. Yeah. 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 And it's funny how you don't really like connect the dots until you just, it's right in your face and you're like, Oh, yeah. um, you know, uh-huh. the whole time. Yeah. Absolutely. So do you prefer boots or heels? Bare feet. <laughs> I, I, love it. I, honestly, I honestly like barely ever wear shoes. I hate shoes. I'm in flip-flops or I'm in, um, you know, tennis shoes for most of the, most of the, I mean, I'm going to be the girl that when I'm on big festival stages, I'm going to be in my bare feet. I actually have a song called barefoot in the backyard that I wrote years and years ago, but I'm literally always in my bare feet. It's just how I prefer to be. Yeah. That's how I'm most of the time here. Cause I'm in Florida because yeah. There's, yeah. there's, I hardly ever wear shoes unless I have to go outside. Then, then yeah. yeah. Don't get me wrong. I love shoes. I have a nice little connection or collection. I just <laughs> never really wear them. So, oh, so who would play you in a movie about your life? Uh, that's a really good question. Are we talking looks or are we talking acting chops? Because uh, who would you want to play you? It, it doesn't matter. Looks, whatever. I mean, they can do the looks as much as they want. I mean, they can dye the hair and all that good stuff. So. I mean, so who you do know, you think would be awesome? She's way younger than me, but I just really think that she's such a, a, a talented little actor and it's um, Millie Bobby Brown um, mm-hmm. so from Stranger Things. I think that she's just mm-hmm. grown into this great um, 
she's just got this great acting talent and these chops that like, again, old soul, how does mm-hmm. she, how does she act like that for somebody that's such a young age looks wise though? I get compared to, I guess it just depends on what I'm wearing or how I've done my makeup that day, but it's Jennifer Love Hewitt, Kate Beckinsale and Megan Fox, depending on the day. Um, so maybe one of those three, if any of them are interested, that would be also, I would be like, oh, wow. So okay. I think that would we'll be get- yeah. any one of those four. I'm into it. Okay. We'll get it in the works. Set okay. it tomorrow. Okay. Okay. So I'm pretty sure it's the same name in Canada as it is everywhere. Well, not everywhere else in the U S in the UK, it's a different name, but where's Waldo. Where's Waldo. Yes. Like, like, where is he? Like, are you asking me where I could find him? Um, yeah. I'm asking where can you find Waldo? No, I, mean, idea. I know he blends in some places with little white and red stripes, but you have no idea. I, I won't, I've, <laughs> I've just, I've done those books. Like I only ever had them when I was like, to play with when I was like sitting in the dentist's office and stuff. So he's probably sitting in my dentist's office still. When I was <laughs> still a child. The <laughs> he's probably still in the dentist's office from when I was a kid. <laughs> oh. Well, so tell us what's the best thing since sliced bread, the best thing since sliced bread. Rose rose mm-hmm. wine. Yeah. Nice. Or red wine or white wine. Just wine in general. <laughs> Just wine in general. It's definitely the best thing since sliced bread. <laughs> so I know what to bring you for a housewarming gift when I come to visit. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> Please do. Oh, so would both you rather visit. cook? Both of them? Both. <laughs> I said both, both visit and bring one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so, okay. Sorry, Lucy's running everyone. Um, so would you rather cook or order in? Um. Honestly, it depends how I'm feeling, but for the most part, I try to cook. Uh, I have really sensitive digestive system. And also I, um, I have, I'm pretty particular with my diet as well, because I have a lot of food allergies and stuff. And I just, I just also really love to cook. I feel like there's something to be said about making and creating your own food and nourishing your own self and taking care of your own self that way, instead of just calling a number and having somebody else bring it to you. It's also so much salt and preservatives when you order out too. And it's so hard for your body to process. So the other thing, if I wasn't a musician, I'd be a holistic doctor. So that comes back around to the cooking for myself, making sure that I'm the salt that I use is Himalayan rock salt or sea salt, because it's better for your body, especially in this heat and humidity when you can swell, you know, just making sure I take better care of myself. So cooking, cooking my own food is a big thing. Perfect. Do you have, do you have like a favorite meal that like you like to make for yourself? I kind of go through phases right now. I'm like super into Mediterranean stuff and I'm like mm-hmm. on this big watermelon and pineapple kick. I'm literally eating <laughs> like two water, two giant watermelons, like a week. I'm just going through it like crazy. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's my go-to, which I have a hard time drinking enough water. So I feel like that's kind of my saving grace because it's so it's like what 85% water. So yeah. um, definitely uh, Mediterranean style is my, is my jam right now and watermelon on the side. Yeah. yeah. And who doesn't love watermelon? I'm sure there's someone, I, but you know, I, yeah. How can you not love it? It's so good. <laughs> right. Yep. Oh, so tell me in your opinion, what's the worst pizza topping? Pineapple. It doesn't belong on pizza. <laughs> I'm glad you said that actually though. Cause that was going to be my question. No matter what other topping you had said, because there's been I a love- huge debate. Yay or yeah. nay. And it's, it's a really hard yes or no. Mostly. I love so. pineapple grilled. I think it's really good, but I just, I can't pineapple, pineapple and tomato sauce for me just doesn't fit. I don't, I, I can't, my, my, some people love cilantro. Some people don't, some people love pineapple on pizza. Some people don't. I'm one of the ones that don't. So 
Give me some cilantro, but don't put pineapple on my pizza. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I'll remember that. (laughs) What do you wish would magically clean itself? The house, the car, my bathroom, cats, my bathroom. bathroom. Oh, the cat, the litter box for sure. That's uh, hands, hands above the bathroom. I wish the litter box would clean itself. I know there are ones that out there, but I, that are, that do that. But I feel like as somebody who's a bit of a germaphobe and kind of a neat freak, I would be like, well, it didn't do a good enough job. So yeah, if the litter box could clean itself the way I clean it, then I'd be very happy. Okay. We'll work on that. There's, there's the self-cleaning litter box I saw the other day. It was like 400 and some dollars. And I'm like, no. Yeah. I feel like like I just need I just want to train them to use the the toilet so they can just sort it out themselves. But so far there, he's, my boy has not figured that out yet. We tried it once and he just was like, I don't get it. So we haven't, we haven't gone back, but maybe, maybe in a, in a situation where I have two bathrooms and might try again. Yeah. Well, yeah. Let me know if the, I, I'd like to be on those videos, just even video call yeah. me. And yeah, cause that's just funny. I, I love it. <laughs> so, I'll throw it on my Instagram stories and be like, he failed again. <laughs> Or have a have a giant party for him when he finally figures it out. But yeah, <laughs> he did great. But she's also a female, and she's she runs the the roost around here. So I feel like she she'd get it no matter what. But he just couldn't figure it out at all. <laughs> oh. So tell me something on your bucket list. Something on my bucket list. Um, I would say traveling. I definitely want to go to Italy and to Scotland. Um, uh, my family, like obviously way back generations back where I um, got Scottish descent in my, or I come from Scottish descent and I'd love to go see parts of the country that my ancestor, my ancestral background is from. Um, I also would love to meet a few celebrities. Some have already passed, so I probably won't get the chance in this lifetime. Um, and then, yeah, bucket list. Um, I'd love to play some big giant stadium shows, some big, big ones, and then also cover myself in tattoos. So there's a few. Yeah, well, there's a few. Going. Well, yeah. <laughs> Still working on the tattoo thing. Yeah. Any in the future coming up that you're like, okay, I'm going to get this one next. Do you have something in mind or? Yeah, I have like, I'm pretty much mapped out at this point uh, as to what I want. I think the next big one that I want is a Phoenix and it's either going to go on my back or it's going to go down my side here. I just yeah. haven't figured out the placement yet, but I think my Phoenix is going to be next for sure. Oh, awesome. Awesome. Yeah. So if you could be any person, you know, like Dolly Parton or Stevie Nicks or a position like a CEO or a doctor or a president, who or what would you want to be for the day and why? Prince, because he's legendary and he comes in this tiny little package. Um, he's, I think he's one of the greatest musicians of all time. And I think that he is one of those people that I'm convinced that there's like aliens living on the planet in, in, you know, disguised as humans. And I feel like Prince was one of those people. He just like, you know, he warned us about the internet and like the addiction that we can get Mm -hmm. to things like social media before social media was even a thing. Like, how would he have known that? You know, he just, um, he played all of his own instruments. He just, he wrote songs for everybody. I feel like he just was this wildly enlightened soul that nobody gave. I think he was just so far ahead of his time that, um, you know, we just kind of couldn't wrap our brains around him. And uh, I think I would love to just spend a day in his, in inside his head and kind of figure out what made him tick. He's, I find him fascinating. Stevie Nicks as well. Yeah. Beautiful choices. So do you have any words of wisdom uh, or just your current words of wisdom that you live by? Um, 
I would say uh, for me right now, the, um, the things that I'm kind of focusing on are always um, striving to be the best version of myself uh, in whatever capacity that looks like. Sometimes it's listening to my body and taking an extra day of rest. Sometimes it's making sure I get my butt to therapy. Sometimes it's um, leaving my house a little bit of a mess if I don't have the time for it and understanding that I can get to it later and it, it's okay to be left there for a minute. Um, and, uh, you know, just understanding too, that like people can only love you as much as they love themselves. And I want to say that one more time. People can only love you as much as they love themselves. So understanding that if somebody is judging me or, um, speaking ill of me, that has nothing to do with me. That has everything to do with how much they love them. And, you know, just getting that, like, sometimes the way that people treat you and the way that people act towards you really has nothing to do with what you're going through or what you're, what you've done to them. It's, it's a reflection on the things that they're dealing with. So just kind of letting people be who they are and, and also understanding and accepting that it's not my responsibility to change that either. It's their responsibility. So learning those things has kind of set me free a little bit. Absolutely. Those are great things. And yeah, I think we're going to have you on just to do a motivational speaking for everyone. Just, yeah, I mean, that, that was just exactly it. That's how I was like, this is like a motivational speech almost. I'm loving yeah. it. I mean, I'd love to write a book about that kind of stuff just because of the way my perspective in life has changed through mm-hmm. the things that I've been able to find silver lining in, you know, like you can play the victim or you can find beautiful growth in some of the crap that you have to wade through. And if you get to, if you decide to, to grow from it there, it just presents life presents you with so many more opportunities. And some of those are hard as well, but continuing to grow and becoming a different version of yourself that you never thought you'd be able to like attain or achieve. It's just like, it's, it, it's mind boggling to, yeah. to look back on who I used to be and who I used to think that I wanted to become and who I am now. I'm so glad that I didn't choose some of the paths that were laid before me back then, you know, and that I've gone through some of the hardships because they've really created a, a better version of myself as far as I'm concerned. So. Absolutely. And I think that's true. No matter who. Yes. You yeah. can't, I think everything you live in life really does either make you a better person or it makes you bitter. As they used to say, you know, you're the yeah, better, bitter better and bitter. Yep. It's, it's up to you to decide. And who wants to live in like a bitter, angry state for the rest of their lives? Like what, what a terrible um, thing to give up your joy and just mm-hmm. be mad for, especially over things that you majority of the time you can't control. Exactly. You know, it seems very pointless to me. And it seems like, I would much rather be finding joy in every little thing. Like the, mm-hmm. I love to go and buy these little candles for myself. Cause candles, like we talked about candles make me really happy, but like, mm-hmm. you know, I could be mad about, you know, the fact that for example, I've got these beautiful candles that I love to burn in my house, but I could be say I get, power goes out in a storm. I could be mad that my Wi-Fi is down and I can't watch TV, or I could light these candles and enjoy the beautiful scents that come from them and take a moment to read my book by candlelight and how relaxing instead of, being upset that I can't watch TV because my power's out, right? Like can't control it. Might as well find some beauty in it. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. So tell us what else is going on for the rest of this year. Like um, we were talking earlier about some more writing, uh, some more studio time. Yeah. So we've got a video coming out. Um, It's going to be debuted in Australia in three days. So on the 5th of August, um, That's exciting. So I'm super, yeah, I'm super excited about that. 
excuse me, it gets uh, debuted there and then debuted here shortly after. Um, I've got another single coming out called Mistakes, and it is about my take on cancel culture and how much I think it's just what a mess we've gotten ourselves into with that kind of stuff. Um, you know, because I think that mistakes, first of all, we're imperfect, imperfect humans. And the fact that we're having to be perfect is ridiculous, but also, um, mistakes are how we grow and how we learn and how we become better people. Um, and it's, and it's an opportunity to, to do those things. Um, I kind of view mistakes as opportunities. And so it's the, the whole point of that song is to kind of change the narrative on mistakes being a bad thing and taking it to a good thing where like, if you're not going out and you're not making these mistakes, you're not really living and you're not really learning and you're not really growing because we have to, I mean, you know, there's, I hate the, I hate the, um, the terminology. There's more than one way to skin a cat, but I tend to use the, there's more, you know, there's more, if you're doing addition or you're doing a mathematical problem, there's more ways to get to nine and being the answer than there is just, you know, six plus three, there's multiple different ways to get to, to that. And, and understanding that like, sometimes you've got to make those mistakes and figure out what works best for your brain to figure out how to get to that answer. And uh, so that's kind of what the song is all about is just understanding that cancel culture shouldn't be a thing as far as I'm concerned. And it's, and it should be a play, an opportunity for us to pick each other up and, and learn, teach, teach each other to do better and, and become better humans. Um, so that's the next thing after the video. And then I've got a bunch of private events and corporate events and stuff like that, that I've got booked. I get to go to Vegas for the first time in October. And then hopefully next year, like 2023, I'm going to be on some festival tours. That's the big, we're working on that right now. So wonderful. Hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. So those are the plans, but again, kind of like not married to the outcome. If there's, if there's different plans that present themselves that are better or different, um, then I'm open to whatever journey I need to take right now. And I will recommend if you're going to Vegas, take the time, whether it's an hour, 20 minutes, whatever, and go to the Venetian and just walk around inside because it is just so cool to see that. It is like, um, obviously it's not like going to the real Venice, Italy, but it's just that replica, if you will. And it it was so awesome. We were there yeah. a couple of years ago and it was one of the highlights. Okay. So. I'll have to check it out for sure. I think I'm only there for like a quick overnight. I'm trying to extend my stay for an extra day. So hopefully I, I, I want to be able to see a little bit while I'm out there. So and, I'm and of course to- the water show, yeah. you know, you have to go over to the yeah. Bellagio. Yes. Whatever. <laughs> That's yeah. the water show. That's the one of the big mountains. In, yep. It's in, uh, uh, oceans 11 and oceans 12 and all of those movies, right. Right at the beginning, mm-hmm. I think. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So it was so cool the way that just watching that, the coordination of it. Yeah. Like, it's just like, it's cool to see it's, yeah. it's, it's doing that touristy thing. And sometimes you just have yeah. to do it and yeah. you got to do it the first time for sure. You do. Absolutely. Yeah. So, well, thank you so much for being here today. It's been a pleasure to get to know you and to talk about yeah. some of your music and your influences and things like that. Yeah. So and you are welcome you back me. anytime. Thank you. I appreciate it. All right. We'll definitely have to do this again soon for sure. It's been fun. I said goodbye. (laughs) Okay. I will. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. Thank you all for joining us for another episode. Have a great day. If you enjoyed today's episode of crazy women country, don't forget to give us a thumbs up. Be sure to click the subscribe button for new interviews weekly. And thank you friends for joining us today on crazy women country where women's voices matter.